When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. So you woke up and chose a meat stick for breakfast? That's a chomp. Are you a beef stick? Perhaps you'd like a beef stick for breakfast, too. Take a bite of this beef stick, Audrey. Okay. Dave and Mahoney. It tastes like dry Slim Jim. (laughs) 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 I feel like I'm going to choke. Dave and Mahoney. Let me tell you about Chris. He almost died earlier this week by choking to death on a taquito. Chicken taquito. I can't breathe. Do I knock for help? And I'm like, nah, it's too embarrassing. So, I think it is hilarious that you just did not knock on your neighbor's door because you were too embarrassed. So you were going to no. take death, death over, over embarrassment. embarrassment. I mean, if you would have knocked on my door, I wouldn't have known what to do. You Definitely. Don't know how to do the absolutely not. I mean, you're choking on a taquito. Can't do much else. <laughs> no. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, some bad news. Uh, The U.S. is dealing with a record number of billion-dollar disasters. Yeah, so the new uh, government report shows just how frequent and costly the natural disasters are. Obviously, yeah, this week, the East Coast has just been getting pummeled by these storms. My folks who live in Chapin, South Carolina, uh, were worried that they may have some significant weather coming through. My brother in Knoxville, Tennessee, he had some trees go down in his yard. I mean, there was, I think it was like... Three million people simultaneously under tornado watch this week, but wow. there's been a lot of it going on. So, according to scientists with the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Association, catching, uh, they say that we've seen more billion dollar disasters in the first seven months of 2023 than any year as a whole previously since 1980. Holy cow! Yeah. So, so far this year, they they've tallied 15 individual weather and climate disasters, each with losses exceeding a billion dollars. And the, these 15 disasters include 13 severe weather events, one winter storm, and one flooding event, and the disaster responsible for 113 fatalities and about $40 billion worth of damages. Dude, that is absolutely insane, but when you hear about insurance companies pulling out of markets, this is why. Yeah, it's wild, man. And, and, and You think about, like, if you're a homeowner and insurance companies just go, nah, you're like, what? what? Wait, what? why have <laughs> I been paying you? <laughs> and also, like, what do you do? What what do you do if insurance companies as a whole just you're just say no to your entire region? Just wild. You just you gotta move. You gotta go. Yeah. I mean, if you're in a hurricane, you know, or a tornado or a flood zone, and yeah. they won't insure it. Yeah. Like wild. I mean, I I can't I couldn't risk that. Mahoney, we've uh, talked about how it's ironic if you have rain on your wedding day, but what about rain and a giant bear? I would like, uh, are, are we talking about a large man as in a bear, Dave? Uh, no, I'm talking, talking about, about there was uh, this Colorado couple. The reason why it's good news today is because everything a- ended up being fine. They got through the wedding, right? But it could have been much, much worse. There was a monsoon that started to fall right before they were exchanging vows. So they have to exchange vows underneath the umbrella. Uh, they ended up getting to the reception. And once they walked into the reception hall, there's a giant black bear standing on the dessert table eating their cake. I oh, think hell that is- no. 
one, hilarious. Two, bears are getting a bad rap. Like, yeah. I mean, like, we need to settle down on the bear, the anti-bear propaganda because they don't know that that cake's not for them. You know? Like, they don't know. <laughs> oh, that bear like, knows. They have no clue. They're, they're like, thank you for putting this cake out for me. Yes. That's very thoughtful They were just like, who knew? And I've been living in the wild this whole time. Who knew cakes existed? And they just went in for it. I'm they, not uh, mad at it. Had a great attitude about it. The, uh, the the newlywed wife called it the perfect Colorado wedding. So that, That's pretty fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're getting married kind of in the woods in Colorado and this happens, like, it's pretty on brand. Nah, yeah, man. You're asking sh- for it. That bear eats my cake. I'm shooting it. Then consecrating my marriage on that bear. You would try and have sex on, on, on the bear a skin rug. Bear yeah, skin yeah. Rug, not even man. the bear skin rug. Like the actual, just yeah, like carcass. Bear on his back. <laughs> <laughs> You'd go bareback. You yeah. can. You're married. Now. That's right. <laughs> Dave. Dave and Ed Mahoney. So this is a big story in the gambling world, Mahoney. You and I have been avid bettors for a long time. You know, that's not just in the casinos, but also with sports betting. And obviously sports betting has dramatically changed over the last couple of years. But I don't know if you guys saw that story about, you know, Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports having an emergency press conference saying that he has bought back Barstool Sports from Penn Which Gaming. Which is wild because didn't he just sell it in February? So he's he's full of it. Um <laughs> Uh, there, there was no monetary exchange at all. He did not buy it back. Uh, oh. Penn said, "Take it back," because it's it's basically been a terrible investment for them. I mean, don't get me wrong. Barstool obviously has tons of eyeballs on it and attention, but when it comes to being a brand that kind of toes the line and like what's appropriate or not, and then you mix that with like the gaming, gambling and regulation, all the gaming you don't want to mess around with the government, all that stuff. It and, doesn't matter whether they like your content, whatever or they can make a mo- bunch of money off your content. All that pales in comparison to the gambling dollars. Absolutely. And so Penn basically said, uh, here, take this back and simultaneously announced a deal with ESPN. So this is going to be massive. So it's a major sports betting move, but ESPN is cutting a $2 billion deal with Penn Entertainment to launch ESPN Bet. So it's a branded sports book. And to think that you know ESPN, which is owned by Disney, yep. has jumped into sports betting as significantly as it has. There's... I mean, there's no no frontier anymore yeah. for sports betting. So, but I'm confused because whenever I was reading this yesterday, it seemed to me that, so in the acquisition of Barstool earlier this year, it was a $551 million deal. So then they said, okay, Barstool, Dave Portnoy, you can have this back. And then we're going to go with ESPN for a $1.5 billion deal. Yeah. So, I mean, basically what it came down to is that, you know, like you said, the word frontier just a moment ago, Mahoney. Yeah. Like it's been the wild west when it comes to sports betting. Like and that's people, a lot of money just be tossing around. It's a lot of money, and <laughs> like, I mean, if that gives you any idea of like how much money is in sports betting, it's just it's pretty nuts to think about. But I mean, when you think about like the ESPN brand and how synonymous that is with sports and credibility, it's not niche. Right? ESPN is the has been the you know the definitive sports leader for 30 years. And I mean I like Barstool's content better than I like ESPN's sure, content cuz it's funny and cheeky and everything else. When you talk about yeah, when you talk about reach well, when you talk about reach, but then when you also talk about, again, credibility is very important. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I necessarily want to give, like, Dave Portnoy my debit card information, but, like, ESPN, that brand has just solidified itself over decades. I, would give, I wouldn't care if I gave Barstool my credit card information, but, like you said, from a journalistic standpoint, I mean, whenever you're going to be, like, using a credible source, I think that that goes to ESPN over Barstool. But, I mean, I think Barstool is absolutely getting there as far if they would just stop with the blogging, yeah. you know, and yeah. doing a lot of, like, cheeky, you know, blog. 
blogging as opposed to, I mean, because that's all ESPN really is as well. It's just opinion pieces but for I, the most part. But, but I it's think just that, cheekier. Yeah, I think that, that that would almost require Barstool to stop being what Barstool is and Absolutely. what they do so and well. Barstool, right? so, Barstool suffered under Penn. Yeah, they suffered under Penn. They weren't able to do they the stuff that they wanted to. for things they shouldn't have been fired they were for. under Penn. And, and they're making out like bandits in this as well, yeah, right? Nobody, so nobody's like, coming like a, out better than Dave Portnoy and ESPN. It's, it's not a bad deal for anyone actually involved, so I understand why this deal went down. But if you start to see the ESPN sports books popping up, it's going to be happening in the not-too-distant future. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please yeah, I'm calling about a uh, topic with the hot dogs and the snap. I agree 100%. Mahoney, you're right, brother. Got to have that snap. Message deleted. And it is so funny to me the things that resonate with people when they're listening to the show. Mahoney was talking about his love for having that good snap when you bite into a hot dog. I was talking about a hot link to begin with because I feel like hot links are the superior of all sausages. Those are the superior sausages followed by hard casing hot dogs. It's strange because I have this little meal prep service. Though, like a lot of people, you know, you can get meal prep done and they'll like send you the meals. Yep. And I got some some new meals and the, they have chicken sausage with them. And I'm like, I love chicken sausage. Like healthy, but the, it struck me as, because t- I ate one this morning, they're chicken sausage, but they're basically in like hot dog form. They're, yeah. So I'm sitting here driving to work, eating my driving eggs as I do every day, but I'm just like, casually consuming two hot dogs in a car. You have not had a chicken sausage up until the year no, 2023? I have. I just don't think I've had two of them at the same time while driving, and I feel exotic. <laughs> Ooh, Dave's tried chicken sausage for breakfast. I don't think I've ever had chicken sausage. It's bomb. It's, it is bomb. Yeah, it's, it's very good, but it's in hot dog form, yeah. and it just was on my, I'm like, why am I eating two hot dogs but, for breakfast while I'm driving? You're funny. <laughs> Let me ask you this, though. Let's expand upon our meat conversation a little bit more when it comes to breakfast sausages, because that's a whole other category, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Do you go patty? Patties. Do you go links, or do you go the English style bangers, which are the sausages with the casings? Uh, it's always, if I have a choice, it's always the patties, and I cover them in mustard. Mustard. Bomb. Mustard. Mustard. For breakfast. For Absolutely. breakfast. Every meal, if possible. Yeah. I would just throw straight up just hot sauce on them. I mean, I go hot sauce as well. I go. Okay. I go some Cholula, but hot mustard sauce and every mustard. time. Oh yeah, just. Just swirl them around. So growing up in the South, I whenever I would ever get a flat patty like that, it would always be in biscuit like with a biscuit paired with it. And I did not know that people did not understand the jelly sausage biscuit combo. That is a thing, like that's a little too adventurous for me. It's just jelly on a biscuit and add sausage. So whenever people say sweet and savory. Yes. And when people are like, that's so crazy, I'm like, it's just jelly on a biscuit and sausage. Like, how is that so odd? I feel like people don't know it. I feel like flat patty is the name of like what a bully would call some poor girl in grade school. Flat patty? Yeah. Well, nobody's naming their kid patty anymore. (laughs) So (laughs) maybe it'll come back because I mean sausage patties are delicious. Well, Barbie's coming back. It was one of the like the names shot like up in like record form. Don't like do nobody's that. been don't, naming don't, their no. kid Barbie don't since do again, don't, probably. Don't do that. Don't, Barbies were running don't. around in the 80s, so was it like a 70s name? I don't yeah, know. Just don't do that. But yeah, they are. It's it's back. Everybody is like, is oh, it actual I'm be so clever. Barbie, Barbie or is it Barbara? Like when she finally got like a, you know, she, she became doubt, lawyer Barbara. I doubt millennials yeah. are naming their children Barbara. Barbara, yeah. 
It's probably honestly just Barbie. I don't know. Millennials have come up with a lot of really stupid ideas. They're just for making kids. up names. Yeah. These aren't. These are just sounds that you're throwing to that have an Aiden <laughs> attached to them. You know. That's <laughs> so true. Please leave after the tone. I'm super happy that Mahoney's healthy, but with him wearing an eye patch, it reminded me of the story from when I was a server. It was literally the day before Halloween, and this family came in, and this little boy was wearing an eye patch with, like, a pirate shirt. So I was like, oh, my God, are you a pirate? And he just starts wailing and, like, runs oh. across this restaurant and, like, slams himself on a booth. And then the mom just gives me the dirtiest look, and she's like, no, he's not. He's trading his lazy eye, and he's really self-conscious. Thanks for bringing it up. And then I still had to serve them. Like, how are you going to give your child an eye patch and wear a pirate shirt and then not prepare them for Halloween? But I'm really glad you're healthy, Mahoney. Bye. Message I to was one of the eye patch kids. Were you? Yeah. Oh. And then my mom said, I couldn't look at you like that, so I made you not wear the eye patch. <laughs> well, so like now I'm 31 now. with a lazy eye. <laughs> well, the corrective glasses now. Yeah. And if you didn't hear on... You know, a show earlier this week, we announced I have uh, Bell's palsy. So I, I like you face. said that we announced it. Like, tune in at eight oh five a.m. Well, and well, we're we going to give you a big that, announcement because I was totally no. shocked. I yeah, thought Mahoney had had dental work done. Yeah, but you know, I'm able to talk. I'm able to eat. I'm healthy. It's fine. It's better. You know, I'm in. It pretty, sounds better today. Actually. I'm in pretty good. You know, spirits about it. You know, with half of my face not working, considering I thought it was a stroke. Yeah. You know, because that would be real scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when it's like a mild inconvenience. You know, can I tell people what you said yesterday you in our meeting? You can. <laughs> so we were talking with uh, with one of our consultants, and they're like, "Oh my god, I had no idea. I'm so sorry that you have Bell's palsy. Are you okay?" And Mahoney goes, "Yeah, I'm all right. I mean, like half my face doesn't work." He's like, "But I'm married, and you know, even if she decides that she's going to leave me, I'm still tall and rich." <laughs> and I rolled my eyes. I died. I thought <laughs> you that know was it's true. My lazy eyes. <laughs> the things I can't control. You think you rolled your eyes, but they didn't roll. They didn't roll. They didn't roll uh, one rolled. The other one didn't work. <laughs> Would you like to borrow my patch? <laughs> no. Is it no. your left eye? You know what? It's so funny because <laughs> we have a it show was. Patch. It was. It was this eye. It yeah. was my left yeah. eye. Oh yeah, we can tell. You were. Uh, so kind for ignoring it for all of these years. Uh-huh. You know, five. So you, up hard, until this man. point, you have just never noticed. Like, which I, I, can't, I don't know. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, I'm wondering if you could uh, instruct your listeners on the proper way to install a new roll of toilet paper. Okay. Because some people are still doing it wrong. Message to no just wrong got yanked. Yep. way yes, to install toilet paper. What are you talking about? Just My make sure it comes off the front. No, man. I keep mine. I don't even keep mine on the roller. That is even more incorrect. That's ridiculous, Mahoney. Put I, it on like, the I keep it on the counter what? right next to it. All right. Since we're talking about butts, um, I got that new bidet. Mm-hmm. This is a non-powered it's bidet. It's a non-powered bidet because I didn't want to have to like have an electrical outlet installed. It's expensive. Installed. And yeah, this one was like 99 bucks at Lowe's all in. It took a few minutes to install. That was it. And it is delightful. I am going to tell you. Again, you have to make sure you have multiple settings because n- not everyone's b-hole is in the same spot. But you can move. You can adjust your b-hole. Yeah, That's you just got to move. No. Okay, so whenever you get into someone's car, someone else's car, you just adjust to whatever they're at? When no, I, you whenever have I drive to my wife's car. Adjustments. Uh, Audrey, this, uh, this is designed for my b-hole exclusively. Oh, is this in your special bathroom? It's it, No, it's in like the shared bathroom in our, in okay, our master. Okay, so shared bathroom is, is you have to adjust. Well, my wife was kind of complaining about the same thing that you're saying, and I'm like, if 
you don't want to use it, you don't have to. It'll no. just be it'll just be the bidet. There should be a multiple <laughs> setting thing. Dude, you should start a company called the Bidave. Oh yeah. yeah. Bidet's only for men named Dave. That's right. Like that's, dude, that's you have to send a picture of your ID in order to be able to purchase one. Yep. Not gonna that's sell. Right. It will. This is the Dave and Mahoney show. Hey, everybody, I have a PSA for you. Uh, Please don't be a creep. It's not that hard to not be a creep. We talk about that all of the time. Uh, A California man is currently behind bars after he broke into a couple of state line resorts at condos in Nevada and right there on the California line to fondle women's feet while they were asleep. If you guys recall, we talked about the story. It happened in the Lake Tahoe area. Uh They finally caught the guy. Thank Thank goodness, right? Yeah. But he's a 26-year-old guy from California. Like, it doesn't feel like a 26-year old enough to be this creepy. How are you that broken already at 26? But I say, Dave, we take this dude, we lock him up, and then his punishment is that... Anybody and everybody who wants to come by egg and use his nuts as a punching bag can. I mean, I like don't a know. speed bag, just boom. Like we, you know, we talk about how, you know, like the, there are different uh, adult websites out there. Yep. Certainly peddle certain stuff and seem to almost have like an agenda. And like if you get detached from reality to the point where you are thinking that it's normal or hot that you're going to break into somebody's house while they're sleeping and just start rubbing well, their feet. Also, in Tahoe, how do you not get shot? Right. Like, yeah. You know, a lot of guns up there, a lot of people. Like, the fact that this happened multiple times blows my mind. He was arrested at his residence and charged uh, burglary and battery. Bail set at $50,000, which doesn't feel like enough. Not enough. But, uh, police were actually able to identify him with forensic techniques. I don't know exactly what they were. because Somebody didn't, swabbed somebody's toe? I don't know, but it's, uh, they, they figured it out. And, I mean, thank, thank goodness that the cops kept their foot on the gas with this because you know, how creepy this guy is. To, to be doing this, and then you think about... It'll you escalate know, from there. If you're Yeah, if you're going to Tahoe, you just want to relax and have a good time. It's, it's one of the most beautiful places in the entire country, in my opinion. But then, you know, if you're going up there with your girlfriends... And then your feet are just out. You got your feet out. Yeah, you're, like, you're worried there's some creep going to break into your house and fondle your feet while and you're sleeping? We've heard about guys... I don't mean to laugh. We hear about guys who are doing this to... A lot uh, to people. I mean, I feel like this is just a story that we've we've talked about way too much in the year 2023. Men, uh, you know, breaking into hotel rooms. There was the manager that broke into that hotel <laughs> yeah, room. Remember that man. story? Yep. And sucking some, toes. Some, some guy sucking woke up. Toes. Some guy woke up, and the manager sucking on his toes. He's like, <laughs> "What are you doing?" Also, well, I don't know what's going on in 2023, man. But like, wh- I, I I I can't. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just can't with the feet thing. Like, it's just also, bizarre. Like, that's so risky. Like, you're gonna get kicked in the face. Immediately. Yeah. Also, who sleeps so hard that, like, you can hear a door, door open, open yeah. and, like, somebody walk in? Like, I hear, like, a sneeze 10, ten doors down. I'm like, oh, also, <laughs> and I'm up. Like, I don't know if anybody ever heard that horrifying, like, nightmare story whenever you were a kid. And it had to do with, like, the dog licking your hand, but it was really just, like, the murderer licking yeah. your hand. Yes. So I, because of that story as a kid, I sleep totally burritoed. Like, there's no toe hanging out. There's no, there's no rogue leg sticking out and, like, off. Like, there would be, you would have to, like. <laughs> Little cocoon Audrey over take here. Take me out of my cocoon in order to get to my toes. Like, like how do these people sleep? I'm victim shaming. Well, <laughs> Cover well your toes ch- up challenge when you sleep. accepted, I'm sure, by 26-year-old Mark. Oh, man. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand. 
It's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. So, guys, I'm not entirely familiar with what Flocka is. It's a drug. I remember that. No. This was the, one of those ones that made you eat faces back in the day. Oh, was this like the basalt thing? It's yeah, like a synthetic yeah, yeah. drug? Okay, uh-huh. all right. Well, um, there's another flock of story in the Redneck Report. This okay. one, also not great. Didn't eat anyone's face, so I guess that's good. Uh, his name is Kenneth Crowder. He's 41 years old. He was spotted by witnesses running totally naked uh, through a neighborhood in Florida. And he was yelling that he was God uh, before he... <laughs> Had a sexual... Are we talking about the actual God, or was he saying, I'm Jesus? Is he the Holy Spirit? He just Which... said he was God, so I guess the God. Or his God. Right, sure, we whatever. Know. We don't okay. know for sure. Yeah. Um, but that is that is one of the things that we've learned over the years about the uh, the synthetic drugs. You know, meth does this as well, but it makes you really hot. And so a lot was... of times, the crime that you're committing, you do in the nude. So when you say totally naked and he was running, yep. did he not have shoes on? Uh, Ew, no, I can uh, hear his feet slapping flap, 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 like flap, flap, chicken flap. cutlets. Can you imagine boom, running boom, on boom, asphalt boom. or concrete? Ew. No shoes on, running. I don't like it. I don't like it because of the sound. You know, it. <laughs> the sound that that makes whenever you're running beside a pool. You think it's the sound of the feet on the pavement that's going to bother you. Well, wait until I tell you the last bit of the story. So he's naked, screaming he's God, and then he had a sexual encounter with a tree. So he was just humping a tree, being yeah. weird? Yeah, he was just okay. humping a tree. Um, that's when the cops approached him and said, uh, excuse me, God, why are you humping that tree? And I mean, there is a <laughs> biblical story that involves a tree from back in the day. I think he was getting a little little confused. Is, is that burning bush just burning with desire? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, so he, he walked towards the officer in an aggressive manner. And that's when the, uh, and again, informed the officer that he was God. And that's when the officer just like, Tased him. him. Yep. Like, I just can't imagine rubbing parts of my body up against bark. Splinters. Yeah, lots of bad decisions. That is not the kind of morning wood I want to (laughs) encounter. But this was evening wood, so Uh, would you do that instead? (laughs) So what's what's crazy is that because this guy's on Flocka, they they hit him with the taser, and he yanks the probes out and tries to fight the officer again, so they just blast him again, and that's when he went down, thankfully. Don't Um, do drugs, kids. Yeah. um, Don't do drugs. Or those drugs. Flocka. I mean, I, if somebody were to be like, hey, I got some Flocka, you want it? I think I would just absolutely, I mean. That's a pass. Pass. Yeah, hard pass. Uh, so, <laughs> man, it's got to really be unfortunate to be in jail if you have a cellmate that you don't get along with. Deputies say that the, this guy's name is Guilford Joseph Abshire, 53. You know People don't name their kids Guilford enough anymore. Not enough. I uh, was sharing a cell with a 65-year-old man when that man got upset with him for busting ass. A few minutes later, Guilford got up to use their shared toilet. Oh, no. And he was using the bathroom, and the 65-year-old man said, hey, bro, Guilford, do you mind giving your cellmate a little courtesy flush here because you're really stinking the joint up? You get multiple (laughs) flushes in in the slammer? I mean, I think, right? I've never used a prison toilet. I don't know. I don't know if you get multi-flushes, man. And this angered Guilford so much that he got up and uh, gave this guy a kick to the head. He was on the bottom bunk, and he started stomping him. <gasps> I this, don't like this story. It wasn't this is Sparta, this is Farta. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you got to say you gotta say it properly, man. This is Farta! This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show.
Okay, Audrey, I need a follow-up here because you've just left us hanging. And I mean that by you went to a concert on a school night. You went to see a folk concert, and you said that your boyfriend was threatening to cut his facial hair into a mustache. And you went to this show, and you did not post a single picture of you and him at the show. Does that mean that he did, in fact, violate your constitution and put a mustache on his face? Grand reveal. I'm going to show you guys the photo. He did not. Oh, what a good guy. We, what a good guy. We, we went with the full beard. We had a good time. How we, did you talk him out of it? Um, I just said, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then he went, oh, yeah, you're, yeah. The, uh, you're, you're the woman. So yeah, I said, no, 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 no. So, um, yeah, no, we had a really good time. And by we, I mean me, I had a really good time. Did he get into it, though? Like, I mean, because. No, he I'll, did. I'll do that with my wife because, like, she she likes country music. I'm not a country music fan, but like, there's concerts that like I've gone to with her that are country for shows for her because she wants to go. And like, I don't, I have to kind of mentally prepare myself because I'm like, I know that this is not like my cup of tea, or, like what I would choose necessarily. Right. But if you just are in the mindset like I'm going to go and try to enjoy this, you make the best of a situation yeah. that you're in. And you know, when you're at a country concert, there's always all the hot, a bunch of hot chicks there. So it's like a lot of hot chicks there. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> why are you wearing your sunglasses inside at night? Don't, don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So I don't know if your wife feels like this, but whenever I, you know, I've taken Dustin to a couple concerts. You know, Noah Khan and then um, it, it Turnstile as well. And on both of those concerts, I mean, the spectrum is so wide there. By the way. But um, he he will always leave being like, I liked this one song. You know what I mean? And then yeah. he'll download it and I will actually hear him listening to it later. So for me, it's like if I can get him to, to hear a whole collection of music and him leave being a fan of like a song or two, I feel like I've done my part. Yeah, yeah. Like I've, I've opened the window to like, uh, you know, a new artist for him. And that is actually... Music discovery. That's something, of the, uh, at least in our business, where we get really excited about sharing music with people mm-hmm. and them also enjoying it. Uh, let me ask you this, though, because this guy, his name is Noah Khan. He's, he's up and coming, so if you haven't heard of him, don't feel bad because he's, he's like brand new, but he's super hot right now. Didn't you say tickets were being sold for like $750? It was insane, yeah. Did- so, I mean, like, it, it depends on the city, I guess, and like the demand. I mean, just like, you know, anything. The demand on Ticketmaster can be just astronomical depending on the city. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a packed house. There was not an open seat in that venue. Was he good enough to command that kind of money? Yes, he was. Um, the one downside, though, was the power went out for a moment. Oh, the power the, went the out. The fire alarms what? got put on, oh, so like no. the whole show kind of had to stop. But he went acapella for like a like a minute. Yeah. But you had to you had to command pretty much like everyone in the whole place to be quiet so you could hear him up on stage because it's like a theater, right? Like you yeah. couldn't really hear him at all. So I was like, wow, this is, I don't know if it was a cool experience to be able to have that happen where you actually heard him off mic, you know, kind of like if you were doing a kumbaya set. Like around a campfire. I think it's kind of cool, it right? Because you're like, cool. hey, you can actually sing. You're not faking it up there. Exactly. Look at you go. I yeah. mean, yeah. the power goes out while I'm performing. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Good night, Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm so out. It just came back on 30 seconds later. He's like, nope. hey, he's already on the bus, man. <laughs> Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney. You know the songs, but can you name them when they sound this bad? Bad. Bad. <laughs> It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Hey, John is joining us for a round of Cover Your Ears today. How you doing, John? 
Doing real good. Well, thanks for joining us. These are all big popular songs, some of the biggest songs ever released. And you just have to figure out what they are. Now, the challenge, of course, is that they're cover songs that people have done their own interpretation of and then uploaded to the internet. So it can be a little bit tricky sometimes, but you got 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. You do have a couple of lifelines if necessary. Good luck to you. Here we go with the first one. I'm falling in love. Only 49 views on that banger. Uh, not enough. John, not enough. do you know it or do you need some help there? Oh, my gosh. I'm surprised I got 49. Um, I'm <laughs> pretty sure it's clean. Um, I think this song title is I Want to Break Free. There you go, brother. Oh, Excellent. That was Four actually point. Remy Malik's uh, casting video before he did <laughs> his fr- actual Freddie Mercury impersonation. I actually liked that movie quite a bit, but, man, his grill was so distracting. Uh, like, I-, I can't even believe he was able to talk with those, those false teeth in. All right, so I did hate that version right there. You didn't? You I did not. You no. need Jesus. Do you have ears? I do. I just <laughs> okay. well, I, I, could, I could just see myself at a karaoke bar here and then. Uh, just going, yeah, man. All right. Yeah, all right. It's just a normal dude. Yeah. Yeah. All right, here, here we go, John. On to the second one. This one's got 1,300 views, so a bit more popular. This is by an artist named Patrick Dugan. It's Patrick Dugan Music. <laughs> oh, okay. Patty Doogie. Patty Doogie, here we go. Jesus freaks out in the street. Handing tickets out for God. Turning back when she just left. Stop it. That's, so a, that's a tough that one. Beautiful. That's a that's a that is tough source material to cover. All right, John, do you got it? <laughs> Boy, that at least the quality's going up. Um, I believe that's a Tiny Dancer by Elton John. That My is man, two for two. I love Elton. I really do. How could you not? One uh, of the best shows I've ever seen live. I think that I would like to make a note for Patrick Dugan if he is listening today. Um, change your name. <laughs> you're, as a musician, you're allowed to do that like yeah. Elton John did. Change you know? your name, man. <laughs> change your name because you're not bad. But, I mean, nobody's going to like, like, and starring Patrick Dugan. <laughs> he sounds like he's a, like a, <laughs> like, no, like a, 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 a what, what are those uh, soap opera actors? <laughs> yeah. What he sounds like. All right, here we go. The most popular one of the morning, hands down, from an artist named Mary Spender. This is 410,000 views on this Ooh. one. Stop it right there. Do you know it, or do you need to use a lifeline? Mahoney, you have this look on your face like it's on the tip of your tongue. I know it. Okay. Audrey can help Um, if necessary. It's a dire strait. Oh. Um, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. 
but I'm I'm drawing a blank on the uh, on the song name. I know it, but uh, yeah, if I could tag in Audrey, I would appreciate it. Gonna use Audrey for the halfy. One of my favorite songs to play on Guitar Hero. This is sold in a swing. <laughs> Dude, you know, Guitar Hero educated Audrey <laughs> more than you know the the. I took a history of rock and roll class. Shout out to University of Kentucky for that one. I actually paid to take that class. Uh-huh. I learned more from Guitar Hero. Of course you did. <laughs> like, all right, what? so John, three full points. All you need is one more. You can win it right here if you get a full point on this one. 30 more seconds on the clock. 489 views for this bad boy. Somebody is just playing that, the dickens out that of that piano. piano. <laughs> was that like an old time riverboat piano? Because they were great. I feel uh, like that's what that band would sound like live. Yeah, maybe. For real. I mean, yeah. For real. For real? For real. I see what you did there. Uh, all right, John, do you know it or need some help? Oh, I I am. Uh, I know I've heard the song before, but I'm not getting anything on either. Of the I know, Mahoney, this is like in your wheelhouse, yeah, huh? Your is, wheelhouse that takes us back to 1990. Mahoney, bring it home. I'm going to. One I of my favorites, John. Mahoney, then. Uh, that is Perry for real, or Perry Farrell <laughs> and Jane's Addiction and Ben Caught Stealing. There you go. Full point. Stay in the wind. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. John just went woohoo. I heard the woohoos. This is Dave and Mahoney. So the mayor of Tampa was out fishing and was fishing in the Florida Keys, as you do, I suppose, if you're the mayor of Tampa. And, uh, you know, we've all heard of the Florida Keys, but this is more like the Florida Kilos, am I right? Hell uh, yeah! Because, uh, yeah, they, uh, they, they found 70 pounds of cocaine. Estimated street value of $1.1 million. So the mayor is out here with her younger brother. They spotted a large mass in the water as they were coming in from a... A successful fishing trip. They were fishing for mahi mahi, and they logged the latitude and longitude of the find, knowing that uh, probably be better than reeling it in themselves. Because like you see some large mass floating in the water, you're like, let's not just bring that on board because who knows what in the hell it is. Mm-hmm. So they uh, they logged where it was, and they rang up the sheriff's office, and they said, hey, uh, let's let's meet, and I'll show you where this is. And sure enough, they pulled in one point one million dollars, seventy pounds of cocaine. So, I mean, that's pretty weak-ass cocaine, though. If you're talking what? 70 pounds of only 1.1 million, that's stuff stepped on. <laughs> you know, you're probably right. Yep. Um, interestingly, it had a whole bunch of uh, butterflies on the packaging. Nice. We yeah. love that because it's the uh, a, a new beginning. We yeah. like branding. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, the, co- the cocaine caterpillar becomes yes. uh, the, the, cocaine. the cocaine butterfly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Full of ideas. Yeah. Uh, but it's just pretty wild that it's like the mayor of Tampa that's out here fishing and She's Fine. the one that finds the $1.1 million. Man, I find 70 pounds of cocaine, I ain't turning it in. So that's the thing that I was wondering. Like, if you guys are the mayor of Tampa, so you're already a public figure, I guess maybe that helps a little bit. But, like, do you, like, put it out there that you found 70 pounds of cocaine? Because, like, some cartels. 65 pounds of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, you know somebody's going to be real pissed that they yeah. lost over a million dollars worth of blow. I don't know if I'd be like, it was me. Yeah. I'm the one who found it. I'd probably just keep that uh, to myself. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that under your hat. Or nose. This is the Dave and Mahoney.
Tony Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Mahoney, do ye know any good pirate jokes? Well, neither do I. Message deleted. Do you know any good pirate jokes? I don't. What's a pirate's favorite letter? R. You'd think it's the R, but it's, it's the actually C. the C. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I was going to ruin your joke. You did like, ruin it. You stepped twice, all over it. God. Twice. Because if I would have said the C, then you would have just said R. <laughs> I did see a spirit Halloween yesterday. Already? Yes, yeah. me okay. too. What's up with that? It was in like a, one of those outlet malls, which was a weird place for a spirit Halloween, but I was like, all right. They just exist wherever they can. They're like cockroaches. Yeah, they just fill in. <laughs> they get they in do. where they, they they slip in, man. We're uh, going to see them in Bath and um, Bed Bath & Beyonds everywhere soon. I don't know <laughs> if I should be a pirate for Halloween this year. I mean, you got the eye patch. I do. Is that what this guy was referencing? Because we said that you have an eye patch, so he's asking if you have any pirate jokes? I think that's what he's talking about. He's kind of got a point. Like, if you're going to be rocking an eye patch because of your hilarious Bell's palsy, uh-huh. um, you got to up your pirate joke game. Probably. Yeah. I, like I said, I, I feel like I've been slacking on pirate humor anyway. Yeah. I but most they- of them will probably involve booty. Have you guys seen the pirate movie? No. Oh, it's rated R. I hate the it one, here. Is that the one star, star, starring Jesse Jane? I saw those. Audrey said she hates it here. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, the whole uh, meat casing debate. <laughs> Having lived in Germany for 12 years, there is a difference. And Bratwurst is spelled B R O umlaut T. Why the Americans spell it brat? I don't know. Message deleted. Why did I sound Russian? I would. I really want to go to Germany someday, just because the food, the beer, you know, the history, all, all, all of that. But yeah. man, everybody. I, the one thing that holds me back is like everybody sounds angry. They do. Like German like is just an aggressive language. Yeah, man. I, that was the one thing, I mean, amongst other delusional thoughts that I've ever had about uh, me being a success story in the military. I really thought I was going to go in the military at one point. And I was like, I don't think I could do it because I don't like getting yelled at. And I think that that's also holds true for Germany. I don't, I don't think, I feel like I would feel like I was getting yelled at the entire time. Do you know what you never see? German porn stars. What are you talking about, dude? Kid- German porn was huge in the '90s. Was it? Oh yeah, man. I can't. I just. I can't imagine like hooking up with a chick and she's like, "Oh yes, that's you." So no, no, jer- like Rocco Sofredi. <laughs> like, why are you German. screaming at me? You know a German porn star off the top I, of your I head? I believe Rocco Sofredi is German. Yeah. Okay. One of the most Sofredi famous men porn stars from that well, era. Okay, it could work for a guy. I'm just saying, like, it's it's a pretty harsh language. I'm confirming if he is. I don't German. like any of that thought. Like I, the, the way that I, I, I don't know. I don't like any of it, I don't think. Do you like that? Nine. <laughs> yeah, working in the restaurant industry, what was the worst thing you ever did to customers? For me, I only did two bad things. When I was 13, I worked at High Boys in Kansas City, Missouri on Redbridge. And one of the girls was like, hey, let's spit in this guy's shake because he's such a dick every time he comes through the drive-thru. And then when I was an adult, I was bartending and this lady was complaining that she wanted more liquor in her drink. I already put a shot and a half in there. Then I ended up putting three shots in there. So I didn't feel good. And in the restaurant industry, they make you work whether you're sick or not, right? So I coughed in her soup. 
Oh, my God. Oh, no, 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 ma'am. What are you talking I don't mess with people's food like that. Like, I have never. I mean, working in- never? I mean, because I worked worked in the restaurant industry for a long time, and I mean, there's a couple of times where like- Shoe seasoning. Like the steak might have slipped off the plate and just kind of- You're kidding. No, there was a a customer that came in to my steakhouse, and they would not tip- Anytime they treated people like complete and utter trash. And this was not like a single mm-hmm. occurrence. Mm-hmm. And the management was so, you know, crappy that they wouldn't turn these people away. These were toxic customers. I'm talking like dozens of times they would come and you would lose money. So what did you Every do? time. And I think on the like eighth or ninth time that I had got them, like they were just like being especially egregious. Mm-hmm. I went back to the cook and I'm like, shoe seasoning. Any step on it? That's 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 floor oh, that's floor and boot. Oh, yeah. dude, no! Like, one time, <laughs> but like, if you treat people like that, that's what's going to happen. Don't like, like treat minor people. minor aggressions, like right. sitting, none of that stuff. But if you're like a if you are if you are a toxic individual and you're doing that, I don't I don't feel, I don't feel bad about it at all. See, I thought that I was mean because whenever I worked at a bar and people always just say, I, "I'll take whatever." The whatever would just be like a shot of warm gin. Oh, that's <laughs> that's much that worse. Is, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. A fish, a lifestyle, and a haircut. Haircut. This is Mullet Over with Dave and Mahoney. You know, you'd think that this would be a pretty easy game because all you have to do is figure out which one of these individuals has a mullet based off of how they sound. But, boy, it is tricky. There's a lot of hillbillery going on on the internets out there. Lori is joining us today. Lori, is is there anyone in your life that has a mullet? Uh, my husband used to. Okay, so, so you're very familiar <laughs> with the mullet. Did you used to run your fingers through that long, flowing, beautiful uh, business in the front party in the back haircut? Yeah, baby. <laughs> I like that Lori was attracted to a big feathered mullet. Hell that yeah. is, mm-mm. well, they're back. Yeah, I know you they're know, back. She's now. not one of the only ones who have ever been enticed by a man who is all that's a, business and party. That's, that's right. right. That's, that's best, true, best of both, both worlds. worlds. Exactly. True mullet man. That's uh-huh. right. All right, Lori. Here we go. We got three individuals. You're trying to figure out which one of these has the mullets. Uh, Mahoney and Audrey are trying to help you out today. There in the dark. The first one here is a guy. Explaining how his dad would phrase things to him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, call, call him back how daddy used to talk to him. Let's have a listen. The phrase right. he always mispronounced was, good job, buddy, right there. They'd always come out as, what in the f*** are you doing shining that damn light over there? I am working right here. Shine the light where I can see what I'm doing. You always f***ing off. i tell you what, you just can't I'll hold a lot and work. I'll tell you what. (laughs) That is a true Southern man. Uh I don't think he has a mullet. I don't think so. I think he's bald or has a very short haircut. All right. All right. So we have have a total of three. So let's listen to the second one. This uh, this, this gentleman is self-proclaimed as white trash, but he also uh, really cares about your day. My stepdad beat the out of me until I started fighting back. I'm white trash. My mom couldn't take care of us. So into the system we went. I'm white trash, and I'm a convicted felon. I'm white trash. If nobody told you they love you today, I do. You should start convincing yourself that you do too. This is this slam poetry? I don't know what's happening. There. Yeah, I'm very confused. Like, you're right. That sounds like 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 all you need is like some snapping and some berets. <laughs> I'm, white I'm white trash. trash. 
He missed the he, County he Coffee Mountain Dew. Yeah. Um, I think this that's is a skinny, me. skinny, blonde, white guy. Okay. That's, awesome. that's, all, that's the feeling I'm getting. All right, third and final one here. Uh, this I don't really even know what's happening here. This is just a very, I think, very drunk man that is ranting about snake bites. <laughs> <laughs> Mullet. Tell you, be okay. I'm gonna show you what it's like to get bit. Get me, bite me, bite me. He, this damn snake won't bite me. You know why? Because I got the best moonshine around. <laughs> this bitch is too scared to bite me. Look at him. <laughs> bite me, boy. Bite me. <laughs> Ooh. Mm. <laughs> that is stop. For a moonshine? Did he drink moonshine during that? Yeah, he he stops drinking moonshine. Oh, God, that's tough. Yeah. I I mean, that feels like it should be that guy, but I don't know. Uh, All right, Laura, you got got one crack of this. Uh, You got the guy who's talking about his dad and how he would talk to him. You got the uh, the slam poetry white trash guy, and then you got the moonshiner uh, that is taunting a snake. I think that she should start by eliminating one. Sure, you can do that if you want. We're going to eliminate the first one. You sure about that? <laughs> you sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> Where, where's my helpers? Uh, Maybe yeah, we, we should yeah, eliminate yeah, uh, the white trash guy then. Yeah, Dave. that's a good call. That's a, yeah. <laughs> What's he look like? Uh, the the white trash guy. He does kind of look what what you're talking about, but he's not. Well, he might be blonde, but he's wearing a he's wearing a little beanie on his on his head there. So he looks very much like a stoner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He kind of like if uh, Eminem had a really bad goatee Mm -hmm. and didn't have millions of dollars. So uh, we eliminated one. Mm -hmm. Would you like to go ahead and guess your final answer? Yeah. Uh, Sure, I'm going to guess number one. Unbelievable. (laughs) She got it. Wow. What a victory. Which is crazy because, I mean, really, whenever I was listening to that, he sounds Southern, sure. But, I mean, I was just, I was imagining, like, trucker guy. So you're not that far off. So he's got the big beard and the mullet going on right there. But that's a baby mullet, man. It's still a mullet, man. That's like whenever you decide you're going to grow it out. He's trying to grow it out. And you just get faded on the sides. Not all of us were blessed with, you know, girthy mullets. (laughs) I was born with a mullet. Not, you were born in Alabama, Audrey. That is all. No, every, I was not every born in Alabama. Everybody comes with a mullet in Alabama. That's it's right. a fact. Yep. Wait, where were you born? I was born in Ohio. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So it's prediction time because he is back in the news. Do we think that Russell Wilson is going to be any good this upcoming football season? No. Um, he's back in the news because he continues to breed. So him and his wife are having a fourth child. Uh, his wife, Sierra. Sierra like, I like Russell Wilson and I like his wife and I think they're, you know, a wholesome couple. But man, he sucks as a quarterback. So I, I like Russell Wilson and I like Sierra. I just don't like them together for Why? some reason. Because he's turned into such a douche. He was a douche before. Was he? Like, yes. it like he was a nice guy, like always going to the children's hospital, like doing he good stuff. He still does all of that. And does she's he? not, she is... Just as Christianly as he has been his entire like life. Oh, I like I have no problem with her. I think she's gorgeous and she's very talented and like actually seems like a great mother and all of that stuff. Um, but they they got married back in July of 2016 and like the story. Do you remember like the whole story of his first marriage blowing up? Like how uh, supposedly his golden wife Tate, was right? banging Golden Tate, who was on the team. You know, who was mm-hmm. one of his star wide receivers at the time, which is just wild when you think about that. Uh, but, I mean, Russell Wilson, you're right. Like, he was 
not a good quarterback. No. I mean, one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. But I'm curious, I mean, because, you know, with Sean Payton as the as the head coach now, I mean. You, one of the best coaches. And, and one of the best quarterback coaches, too. I yeah. mean, like Drew Brees, you know, he didn't have the physical attributes of somebody like a Tom Brady or a Peyton yeah. Manning, right? Um, where they're just tall. and just tough competition. T- tough competition all the way around. But Russell's I mean, too small, too old now. But too I mean, slow. Too small, too old, and then you have all of these upcoming quarterbacks who are just blowing them out of the out of the water. But I mean, you you think about you know Drew Brees, and I mean, arguably he probably could have continued to play, but he was also too small of a quarterback by everyone's measure, and he under Sean Payton was able to succeed, but so. had a much better arm than Russell ever had, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean Russell, you know, was known as a scrambling I mean, quarterback for well, a long maybe time. Maybe he's going to have a new newborn. Maybe he can practice his spiral. With throw his the, newborn child. The baby? Throw, throw the baby? I don't think you should eat a baby. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, I don't know if that's the best idea you ever had. I'm not a mother, yeah. so I don't know the, the uh, protocol. And I don't know if you should be now. <laughs> if your first thought is, we got to practice some football, let me eat my, my child. My mom tossed me when I was a baby. My dad caught me. And, and then he said he had great. a football throwback, uh, like, a, like, a, like, a, like a memory uh, whenever he used to play at Penn, and uh-huh. he spiked me on the ground. And oh, that's why I am the way I am today. That is that, That's why you That yeah, explains you a lot. Yep, yep. Huh. Well, congratulations up, to Russell and Sierra on a, a, a third baby in, you know, not too many years. Yeah. It's exciting. You know, now, you you know, when you retire, you'll have more time to spend with those kids. You really think this is it? I think it should be. I mean, dude, the, the game has passed him by. The, you look at the AFC right now, and you look at the quarterbacks in the AFC, and then you look at Russell Wilson, and you're like, he old. Yeah, I mean, this this is the get-right spot. If he, if he doesn't figure it out this season, you got to think that it's probably done for Russell Wilson. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's also really hard to find, like, a legacy quarterback. So, you know, if Russell Wilson can turn it around this year, he'll have a new life. But, boy, did the Broncos pay a whole lot of money for what looks like a steaming turd right now. Uh-huh. Good luck to Russell. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Hey! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. So this is perfect for Yo-Dummy. It's spelled B-R-A-T because our super complicated English language, there is no E after, so therefore it makes the soft A sound. Brat. So when you shorten the entire word of bratwurst, you get brat. And that is why it's spelled B-R-A-T. Have a great day, guys. Love the show. Let's not get into the semantics of the English language because it's all made up and BS. Like, how are you going to tell me laughter and slaughter are the same damn thing? (laughs) Minus an S. Linguistics is one of the hardest classes I've ever taken. I, every day, like you just said, Mahoney, the, the way that letters are compiled into words and then create like sounds and how we figured and out. how we figured yeah. that out and where they derived from from the languages that we took them from like it's just so weird to me well the like people, latin like why we say certain words certain way ah, i hate it all and the people who can speak <laughs> multiple languages there is something that is so impressive you were telling me that. about tom segura a comedian yeah. that we all really enjoy yeah. and how he is fluent in spanish but he can do like full comedy sets. He can be funny in a different language. Knowing nuance of a language so well. I mean, when you talk, he has a podcast, uh, Tom Segura in in Espanol, and he also does like certain stand-up gigs that are all in Spanish as well. And, you know, to be able to be funny in another language, 
The, the amount of intelligence that must take. I don't I have can't. it. I took Spanish for eight years. Fun and fact about me. And another I, fun fact about Audrey is that she downloaded a Babel before she went to because Mexico. Because I, like, refuse to give up. <laughs> She's like, I'm still going to learn it. I'm still going to learn. Maybe maybe the ninth year. Yeah. This will be my year. This could be your year. <laughs> yeah. It's so embarrassing, man. I just don't have it. Barring down the hatches. With your eye patch, his storm is a brewing. <laughs> Message deleted. I love that somebody decided to call a three three yo dummy and literally just roast Mahoney, who has Bell's palsy. By the way, you can't make fun of somebody who's oh, got yeah, you can. Yeah, Bell's you can. palsy. Please do. If, if, if it's Mahoney, yeah, you can. I don't yeah. care. I mean, like, you just see some grandma at the grocery store, maybe no. lay off. But I, I'm, you know. I would be more I, the thing I want because we're we're going out of town uh-huh. and we're going to see a lot of our like colleagues and friends and you know I haven't like you know talking about on the radio talking about with it on our stream that sort of thing these are people who you know these are these you spend are spend all morning with yeah, you guys who, I, who I'm comfortable but like I don't put it on social media for like colleagues and things like I, I'm just not a social media person in that regard so it's like. I hope that, like, our colleagues don't, like, think, like, oh, I feel bad for Mahoney or, or things like that. Like, make fun of me. Like, that's, like, how you know things are right. Should we all dress like pirates? Would you like another pirate joke? Uh, you have another one? Uh, well, we, somebody said we need to step up our pirate humor. Yeah, it's true. So Hit how me. do you save a dying pirate? I don't know. How, Mahoney? CPR! Oh, okay. <laughs> I think we can do better. <laughs> okay. About the comment the other day about me, one of your male, male callers liked my voice. Thank you so much. You're so sweet. I do not have a face for radio like Mahoney, Mahoney and Dave have said, but I do believe that all of you are so gorgeous, especially Audrey. I'm sorry. She's got to be the best one in the group. She's so pretty. Message deleted. Well, we, we would agree that Audrey is Audrey's definitely easily the, the prettiest yeah. out of all of us. Like, yeah. we don't need another uggo on the show. Yeah. <laughs> like, we got that in spades. Yeah. <laughs> like, covered, you know? Overweight, <laughs> middle-aged white guy. Check, check. And then, you know, Chris is not that, so. No. Appropriate height, weight. Yeah. <laughs> Guy over there. Yeah, but he's still an ugly son of a bitch, though. So. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're that's right. That's you're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So, whether you like her music or not, we were talking about Taylor Swift yesterday and how exceedingly cool it was of her to give everyone that is working on her tour $100,000 to the tune of $55 million bucks. But man, it does surprise me the amount of people that are Swifties. And now you can count Kevin Costner in that group as well. He was spotted at the uh, at the show. I mean, he's got a 13-year-old daughter. So, I mean, it's not a huge surprise that Kevin Costner was at the Taylor Swift show in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium. He was hanging out in one of the, uh, the luxury suites. And I don't know if this is just, like, people trying to read too much into it. But, like, people had a camera on him when uh, she was singing the uh, we're never, ever getting back together ever, whatever it is. Uh, sure. And, and he was smiling. Well, that's a fun song. <laughs> well, and he's, you know, going through a divorce. And I well, don't think, based on how that is going, that he's ever, ever, I mean, if ever you want some together. breakup music, Taylor yeah. Swift should she be got your... got it. Yeah, that should be your jam right there. And, you know, I've been to a... We went to, or I went to a Taylor Swift concert in, like, 2017 mm-hmm. down in Houston. And I'll say this, man. Like, I'm not a fan of Taylor Swift's music, but it was an amazing show. She yeah. definitely Like, I mean, it's, it it's, it's one of those shows that, like, you need to see. Same thing with, like, Adele. You need to go see... Adele, but when you're talking about probably the biggest production 
in music right now, there's nothing bigger than Taylor Swift. No. I mean, you're talking a billion-dollar tour. When you think of, like, bands that, like, we grew up with, Dave, that did monster mega stadium tours like Metallica, aren't doing anywhere close to that. And though, Which they, you is know, crazy because it's Metallica. It's Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> and they've been doing it for 40 years. Yep. So, um, Sinead O'Connor obviously passed away. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't know like what her popularity was like still in Ireland. I mean, cause it's been a while since she's been like the big star that she was, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, but man, uh, thousands, thousands of people st- st- uh, stood outside, lined the streets, um, while the, f- the funeral procession was going on. So she passed on July 26th at 56 years old. She actually lived in this coastal town of Bray, Ireland for 15 years. Uh, before selling her house there in 2021. But her family said in a statement that Sinead loved living in Bray and the people in it with this procession. Her family would like to acknowledge the outpouring of love from the people uh, in the town uh, since she left to go to another place. So fans left tributes outside of her former home. Uh, The Irish president attended a private funeral service, but um, they just basically wanted to have this procession go through the town. And again, there was thousands of people that came out to pay their respects. Yeah, easily one of the biggest Irish artists of all time. And, you know, it's just so sad when you've got so much talent and you're just so, you've got so many demons, you know, and those two things always tend to go together. And, you know, somebody who is immensely talented and obviously very loved in her hometown uh, to be missed. Yeah, um, just you know, really sad to uh, to lose her. But I mean, there's been so many stars that seemingly we've lost recently. Uh, it was just nice to see that there was still a huge outpouring yep. of support for her from the people that loved her so much. Dave Mahoney. This is Dave and Mahoney. Dave Mahoney, hello. It, who has the um, who has the um, Bell's palsy? Uh, Mahoney. Mahoney, because I had it too for a bit when I was growing up, and it goes away. It, it can be a stress thing too. Did you know that? Oh, I have no stress in my life. Yeah, you, you just clogged the toilet. Well, That's that stressful. was after Bell's palsy. That wasn't that was before. Leading up. But yeah, I mean, well, you know. Yeah, it's a stress oh, thing. So hang in there and just keep doing your show and things will get better. We appreciate uh, you. Thank you. Kevin is joining us today. What's up, Kevin? I got two tips for Mahoney. Go for it. One, you got a double flush. Always. I do, Kevin. This is this you, is a whole new experience. Flush, yeah, if you, if you single flush, you're going to have a problem at your age. Fair, <laughs> fair, at your age, fair. dude, he's 42. Uh, well, 42 that, is not 32. That's, that's, that's you're in double flush territory. Yeah, yeah right. I'm not a professional athlete, flusher. you know, the so, age range. So after, whenever you hit 40, for every year after, that's the amount of times you have to flush? Yep. Yeah, that's the number of flushes yeah. every decade. You should flush, then wipe, then flush. Oh. Two is you got to take 800 milligrams of magnesium to get you regular again. Yes, man. Tell them about that magnesium. I don't know nothing about magnesium. Get on that magnesium train. Got a little bad taste in your mouth like a little metal, but your stomach will feel good. Get them probiotics, Thanks for the call, brother. Appreciate you. Your your bottom's going to be a little sore, but you'll be all right. (laughs) (laughs) Thomas is on the phone this morning. Thomas, you also have some Bell's palsy? Yeah, actually, I do. It it sucks, but um, I don't know. I guess we'll get over it. Mahoney, we'll get over it, brother. How long have you uh, been, uh, how long ago were you diagnosed? I was diagnosed uh, a couple months ago, but my dumbass decided not to go to the doctor for a year, and I just they completely ignored it, thought it was just nothing, I guess, and they barely diagnosed me a month ago or so. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's crazy, you know. Like, I, the, the you know, I, I'm with you. I wasn't going to go to the doctor at first. Uh, but then I realized that my wife was probably going to murder me if I died, if I had a stroke. <laughs> and uh, so That's the f- how it was for my mom. My mom was going to kill me if I didn't go to the doctor. She kept telling me, hopefully, hopefully it'll fix up, man. It kind of sucks. I look 
I don't like the way I look. It makes me makes me feel a little self conscious. Well, yeah, your your yeah. face doesn't look like your face. Yeah. You know, that's like I, yeah. I like I hate yeah. taking pictures of myself right now, yeah. and I love taking uh, pictures. Yeah, but luckily of Mahoney was already a, a yeah. ugly son of a bitch. So wasn't yeah. wasn't a wasn't a stunner <laughs> to look at the beginning. No, Mahoney was beautiful. He's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> well, appreciate the call and thank you for the, uh, the the well wishes, my friend, and and well wishes in your journey as well. Thank you, man. You guys take care, and you guys are you guys are awesome. Oh, we really appreciate you. you guys. Thank Thanks you, brother, so much, man. Thank, Thank you for the kind you, words. Terry, what's up, man? Hey, what's happening, man? Hey, my brother used to come to my house and take a big dump, and I'd spend about an hour trying to unplug that toilet. <laughs> so now when he comes over, I put a, toma- a potato masher next to the toilet. So he goes and uses the toilet. He said, what the hell is a potato masher doing next to your toilet? I said, well, listen, every time you come here, you plug my toilet up, use that, mash it up, and then flush the damn thing. Oh, <laughs> you can't turn steam to soup poop. That is foul. have another back problem again but honestly <laughs> eat more vegetables and then you won't have big stools like that i got brussels sprouts at my house oh, right now yeah you bet i haven't eaten okay. them no. <laughs> i was gonna say you look at them terry thanks for the call man <laughs> you have a lovely day bye-bye this is david mahoney Yay! got a comment complaint or opinion for david mahoney Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. So, Gabe, I was talking to someone else who listened to the show the other day, and they were like, oh, my gosh, so surprised at how young you are because your voice, your voice actually kind of makes you sound pretty old. Was that a compliment or do you think insult? Also, she said you were really hot. Message deleted. Uh, again, thank you. Love the words of affirmation. But um, so my entire radio career, like people have always thought I'm older and fatter than I actually am. Now, I'm getting there. I'm working towards that but goal of being old and fat. You've been in radio for like 22 years. Yep. Yep. Or longer. So, yeah. Yeah. Long time. Like almost 25 years. Yeah. Since and you were a kid. Yeah. I mean, my voice is just what it is. But I mean, even when I was, you know, 20 years old, Sounds I sound like this. Yeah. So Dave, how old are you? I'm 44 years old. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I knew that. But I mean, for the people listening, I I feel like you sound exactly 44. Yeah, I feel like I've gotten to the point where like I sound 44 years old now. But I mean, when I was 22 and I sounded the same way, everyone's always like, oh, I thought you were much older. I have heard you in interviews and videos passed on YouTube. You did not sound this way. Do you think I've changed over the years? Absolutely. He had more more energy than Audrey, but the tone (laughs) is still the same. You've stolen uh, my life. Huh. That was very my will to so live. sweet of you. <laughs> it's the nicest thing you've said all day. You know I mean, what? but I think, I think right. it was because you were in the era of microwaving things and yeah. watching them explode on air. Dude, so that was such a different good era. Bit. For those of you that don't know, this is what's going to win us our macaroni award one day, Mahoney. Uh, we used to do a, a segment called When Will It Explode? And we would just put things in the microwave and we would just guess how long it was going to take. To explode. Yeah, and if you were the caller, you guessed over or under and how long it would take for that particular item to explode in the microwave, and then you would win. Yeah. Again. It was groundbreaking. Award-winning radio. Um, they were paying us one salary for two people at yeah. that time, what so you, you got what you paid for. Yeah, exactly. Was this also in the era of when strippers were throwing pennies at people? Uh, uh, that was after. That was a little after that, but yeah, that was that was also fun. Chowdering people was my favorite. We would leave a can of hot clam chowder outside in the uh, desert heat. From Smart and Final. It was terrible smelling. The cheapest. It hadn't sat outside, and it would stink for One drop weeks. got on you, it would stink for, for, like, it ruined cars. It did. People's cars were ruined yeah. because of that. Uh. Had one really hot chick get chowdered, but that's because someone paid her $5,000 to get chowdered. $5,000 to get chowdered? She was topless. Let's bring it back. <laughs> yeah. I'll get chowdered. For $5,000? I would get chowdered for, 
Yes, five thousand. Don't, don't sell yourself <laughs> short on that. It's I was worth, just gonna say yeah. about five thousand. You say six thousand. <laughs> Inflation since then. Oh, yeah, yes, for sure. yeah. What was this? That was like two thousand and six, probably. Oh, pff, we're yeah. easily at ten k. <laughs> Come on. Please leave a message after the tone. Why do I like old guys better than dudes my own age? There's just something about older people that is so entertaining and I don't know they they have like stories like crazy adventures they've been on they don't give a single damn about anything and they're super honest which is always appreciated Message you will be a great third wife yes you will I mean Absolutely. you are just sound like the dream to a guy who's like 55 60 hold on so you're down with me being apathetic about everything and you want stories who girl yes. Buckle up. See, for me, <laughs> I, I, and I don't know if you feel the same way. I mean, your your, your wife's pretty close. I mean, you're like, what, five, six years difference yeah. between you and your wife. And my wife and I are like two years apart. I can't I, I can't date somebody who's significantly older or significantly younger. Like, I would never be able to do it, never have, never really will, because I feel like growing up, when I did, I have a certain brand of humor and, you know, share life experience that somebody who's, 20 years younger than me would never understand. I think that you're overestimating your willpower. If there was some really hot 28-year-old chick that was totally into you. Dude, you're talking relationships and sex. Those are two different things. Nah, man. If she was really into you continuously, and not even talking about it in the bedroom, you would be all about it. I don't think so. But nobody's going to, who's who's 20 years younger than me, would ever be continuously into me. See, but I mean, the the 20-sums are very much into nostalgia right now. So they're getting the Walkmans. They're getting the old cinema, you know, to watch. But they're doing it out of irony. Yeah, it would be real ironic if somebody brought home a Mahoney with a half-working face. Yeah. That would be something. I mean, is it ironic to be into vinyl? Vinyl's different, like, but being into a walk, a cassette Walkman, yeah. there's no like audio, you know, there's there's no audio upside to that. It's not, it's too big, so it's not like you're saving space. Vinyl has see, a. I think feel. you're giving them too much credit. I think they just see something on the internet and want to look cool. And that's also why I could never be with them. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's fair. Nobody's gonna look at my phone and be like, "Oh, cool, what an upgrade." Please leave a message after the tone. Is it just me, or is traffic just? getting worse and worse you know you get behind a string of traffic it's like eight cars deep behind the slowest person and i understand if you're like you know five or six cars behind you can't really have enough time like to pass them but like what's up with that second and third car do it for us man (laughs) just pass them message deleted the amount of oblivious people on the road is infuriating to me every single day how are you blocking all of this traffic and you're just blissfully unaware? Everyone's driving and by, giving you the stink eye, and you're just like, do, 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 do. I want to be in my own world like that. I wish I, could, I, wish I didn't have that kind of uh, awareness about my surroundings. See, I have a problem with people who are way too slow for no reason, and then also people who are just insanely aggressive for well, no reason. Why are like you you're gonna my get, ass? Like you're going to get there maybe three minutes before, like... Me, like, just settle down. P- too, p- people are just too much of in a rush to go somewhere to do nothing. You're no. doing nothing. No. Why are you riding somebody's ass when you can see they have nowhere to go? That's true. That those That's are the, those are the people that just are worse to me than these slow drivers. I agree. Because you're just like you're just creating a dangerous situation for no reason other than you have small junk. Why you gotta bring their junk into it? Because it's man. always they, a dude they were with who's born ne- that way. They can't help it. They they can help how they drive though. That's a choice. What if it's a woman? It's never a woman. Big junk. <laughs>
This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know, Mahoney, you were talking about how you don't think the Bell's palsy is um, an effect of stress in your life. But I don't know mm. if you're being truthful because uh, this something happened. Um, and I, I believe that you have a, a lawsuit on your you hands. You think this triggered me? You and think this is what... Yeah. As as an unlicensed, uh, unpracticed attorney, I would uh, like to represent you in this case. Well, you we sh- were once upon a time working at a law firm, I so you have a, a general firm. knowledge of typing things. up the law. Yeah, well, I, and, and shuffling documents from one location to another. I was a runner mm. and stealing your boss's Maxim yep. Maxim magazine. Mm-hmm. That's right. Never knew. I was in charge of the mail. Big mistake, birthday cake. So I don't know if this has happened to you yet, Dave, uh, in your neighborhood, but it's it's uncustom to me. You know, we lived in, a, a, you know, a gargated neighborhood. Not super fancy or anything like that, but it was like one of the selling points for the house. So we never had any solicitors, anybody in my neighborhood for 12 plus years that I was there. And so moving here, one of the first things our boss, David, told us was like, you are going to get solar people and bug control, but, you know, pest control people at your house constantly. Yeah. And that has been true. I mean, I've seen so many of them. I, like, and I hate not answering the door, but they're so pushy that I won't anymore. You know, I'm just, I'm just done. Do you have like a guilt complex? Because if I, if I get a little notification, a little ring notification, there's somebody at the front door, and I do not want to talk to that person, I've got new well, problems. You're a salesman's dream. Sometimes, sometimes there are, you know, like maybe a neighbor or something. I don't know. I don't know who these people are, but I've gotten the signs now. If they're carrying a clipboard, or if they've got, you know, if they're a young man, a hundred percent, that's what they're doing. And also, it was there was a guy who came to my house, and after I talked to him for like five, six, seven minutes. He has to use my bathroom and then got mad at me when I said, no, man, you're not coming in my house. Like, I'm not letting, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, I don't know you like that. Like, no, I'm not letting strangers in my house. Just, that's just not, that's a security uh, protocol that I will not, uh, Breach, I will not, sure. yeah. But two nights ago, get a doorbell ring at 7.45 at night. And this is one of those nights that I'm going to bed early. 7.45 is a Totally inappropriate time to be knocking on doors. Shut your mouth. That's totally normal. It is. What are you talking a about? A stranger's house at seven forty-five at if night. You are calling your kids going down. back inside because streetlights are on. The sun is going down. Dude. No phone calls to the house. No solicitations. It's no seven forty-five. I've got multiple children sleeping. You're going to be out here ringing the doorbell. Not even a knock. I will hit you with a flamethrower. You cannot ring the doorbell. At least after six. No thirty. No, that's nine to five at most. Ten to four. See, but know? nobody's home. Nine that to five sounds like your problem. Well, how are they supposed to ring your doorbell and get somebody they to answer? Shouldn't because I will never use their product or their company ever. And I will go on Yelp and I will leave a review on Yelp and Google. You'll, and say you'll care in them. I will straight yeah. and I did. Mm-hmm. Like I I just I don't want to know if I am out of if I'm overreacting in this particular situation You're not. because I was Fury. Well, everybody's going to be on your team unless you are a door-to-door salesman, and I feel like those or, are the only people who are going to try and validate and justify the fact that they're doing sure. you know, like, at seven forty-five p.m. I that's mean, pretty that, late. That's unacceptable, man. Unless you are bringing me something delicious that I have. I ordered. thought there was an emergency, like something had gone wrong, or you know, what it was one of my neighbors, and there something had gone wrong in my neighborhood, yeah. which is why I got out of bed. To you were already in bed. Yeah, yeah. So you even answer the door for emergencies. I mean, most of the time, yeah. <laughs> like, you don't? 
I never, ever answer the door. Like, I always feel like somebody needs help or there's something wrong in the neighborhood or, you know, I just think of the worst. If you live next door to Audrey, you just have to die. I mean, we've talked about this. If I was Chris's neighbor when he was dry choking on that chicken taquito, he would have been dead because I wouldn't have answered the door. I mean, I don't know if it's just because, you know, I, if I'm ever home alone, just being a woman, like I, my, I, I'm not opening the door. I mean, like, fair. I just am not gonna. Do, I'm not gonna do it unless I know that there's like a Postmates or like a, like a delivery. Yeah, unless you ordered something. Right. Right. I'm, not yeah. gonna, I'm just not gonna open the door. But um, Mahoney, that it's very kind. You are a very good neighbor to open the door um, because you're always cautious, always paranoid, thinking that something is going to happen to where you think it might be an emergency situation. And everybody knows when there's an emergency, definitely call that guy. Yeah. Like you are obviously Batman in hiding. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're yeah. Bruce Wayne. No question about it. Probably. <laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs>